Hey there, folks. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is potentially the one that bums you out the least. Now, back when the outside was a place you could legally go, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. But now, teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod is possibly lethal, definitely uncool. So now it is one comic against another. Um, I, of course, am quarantining within my own $13.5 million home that I just bought with Cecily Lopez with all of my Coldplay money. I don't know if you knew this, guys, but the manager of Coldplay is also named Dave Holmes. And anytime he makes any kind of news, um, usually like the worst gossip sites in the world will run my picture. So he went out with Azalea Banks for a while. <laughs> Azalea Banks accused him of abuse. A bunch of terrible um, websites ran that story with my picture, and I got tons of hate mail. I am not. I have never gone out with Azalea Banks. Um, he has now moved to a $13.5 million house in Hidden Hills with his wife, Cecily Lopez. Variety ran the story with my picture. It was all very confusing. I don't live in Hidden Hills. I'm very much renting a house in Studio City. That is better than my buddy Chris Cantwell, you know, having the same name as a white supremacist and yet also oh. being this, the showrunner of Halt and Catch Fire. He's like, well, Ooh. this is a tough one. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. I don't <laughs> like that at all. Um, I do get a lot of uh, DMs from people asking if Coldplay can like play their wedding or their prom. And um, one of these days I'm just going to be like, yes, wire me the money and, and I myself will be there. <laughs> I have a comedian friend named Chris Martin who also has the same problem. We will just show up together. Anyway, to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they've been stockpiling in isolation to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title immediately gives a person's opinion on, let's say, how much cuter Baby Yoda looks in the new season of The Mandalorian more than a civilian's. Let's get into it. You're listening to Troubled Waters. All right, let's meet our teams. Our first contestant is a writer and actor whose directorial debut, Scare Me, can be seen on Shudder. It's Josh Rubin. How are you, Josh? Hey, I'm fantastic. You know, just in my in my bubble, breathing into my N95, the ripoff right. one. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Nobody needs to know. Um, October must be, you know, a banner month for a horror guy. How, how, are, you, uh, how are you enjoying it? It's a real treat, you know, checked out Barry Sonnenfeld's The Addams Family the other night. Not sure if you've heard of it. Outdoor movie uh -huh. screening at my sister's house. Uh, it was a real pleasure. And uh, quarantining from mom and dad because uh, I just got off of a flight. Not sure why I sound like Jason Bateman, but uh, here we are. But, but uh, here we are. <laughs> I like Ozark. it. What, um, where are you right now? I'm in Woodstock, New York, which is, uh, you know, which w will be a touchstone point to my uh, pop culture reference uh, in a bit, right. as I was told to prepare my homework. But yes, in okay. the Hudson Valley, where I grew up. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. Congratulations on the new movie. Thank you. What's it all about? 
Uh, well, it's about two strangers who tell each other scary stories, um, but the scariest uh, manifestation of all is that uh, Fred realizes Fanny is a way better storyteller. <gasps> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Chaos ensues. Oh, Chaos ensues. Here comes my dog. Uh, excellent. Welcome, Josh. Thank you for being here. Our second contestant is a stand-up who hosts the podcast Never Seen It. Also, his new album, Happiness made my day when I listened to it last week. It's so good and so funny. Oh, thank you. It's our friend Kyle Ayers. Hello, Kyle. Thanks for having me. You, uh, you know, it's good to be here, and thanks for listening to the album, or even just saying I did. Day. I will never know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I can't, but I'm glad other people There's are. There's a siren. There's a, a, a skateboard <laughs> interloper. It was recorded before the pandemic, so there's an audience, yeah. which if people are listening, an audience is like a group of people gathered together to watch to something, all, watch something uh, all in like close proximity. Yeah. You can look up old pictures of it on Google yeah. Images. Um, and yeah, it, we I recorded it outside before everything happened outside, so I feel a little ahead of the curve nice. on that. I did not realize that you were also from Missouri. Yes. I, yes. We discussed it. I'm from St. Louis. Uh, we, you know, just briefly and like about this, this much, mm-hmm. I'm from outside Kansas city, about 25 minutes mm-hmm. or so Lake Tapawingo, Tapawingo. The, you know, I don't have to tell everyone where that is. They're you familiar. Know, you've heard of it. You've heard of it. Yeah. You know, Kyle Ayers, always a pleasure to have you. Now you have met our players. It is time to see who has the better grasp of what matters this week in the world of pop culture. So players, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or perhaps tragically overlooked story or person or event of the last week or two. Josh, please begin. One of the biggest movie stars in the world, Timothy Chalamet, admitted publicly that he's hanging out in Woodstock, where I am right now. And it just, I mean, if he did, there is an article that says, Uh Timothy Chalamet, colon, hanging out in Woodstock. And uh, you're just, you know, you're just going to be the biggest star with that hair and tell everyone that you live hair, that you live in, in where, where you are. You might as well be giving away your, your, uh, your exact coordinates. Oh and I'm scared for it. What does he smell like, Josh? Oh, probably like town, you know, patchouli in New York. Sure, um, sure. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a hard, a hard thing to kind of uh, to grasp the New York side of it. But um, uh. I think you can figure it out, you know, just like a... $6,000 leather jacket and uh-huh. um, just a tiny, tiny bit of fecal matter. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. It's not, it's not, not in a bad way. No. Earthy. Like in the way that like a hippie would be like, you know what? I'm fine. Right. Oh, God. Chalamet in Woodstock is your story. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. It's an important story. He, you're going to, you're going to tell people exactly where you are. That's a very specific place. You know, it's that's very, like people very... saying, Kyle would get it. It's like me saying, like, I'm in Lee's Summit. Ooh, the summit discovered by Lee. There, there you go. There it is. Lee's Summit, <laughs> Woodstock. <laughs> That's my pull. An important yeah. story from Josh Rubin. Kyle, what Heaven. you got? You know, I thought on it a while. I almost went with this uh, resurgence of Fleetwood Mac's song, Dreams. Uh, I decided not sure. to because I have th- I theorized ideas about it. And instead, I'm going with... Uh, 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 AOC's Twitch premiere. Okay, explain. Okay, so AOC played the game Among Us on okay. Twitch, and I am all for uh, normalizing politicians to seem like human beings in any capacity. And I'm all for uh, AOC being better at video games than all of the people who irrationally dislike her. 
And uh, I'm, I'm also just, you know, I like this idea of Twitch, even though it's owned by the end of the world. I, I enjoy that it's just th- there's very few people in the middle of creator to people watching yeah. it. And I would love for more people to discover something like that. And, you know, it's just fun for someone to be online and AOC is like, I just killed this guy. I'm like, that's a soundbite that we need. That's a soundbite that will it be will used in, in campaign ads for it years. It will come back. There's no question about that. Now, I did see that on Twitter yesterday. However, yesterday also brought us uh, Tiffany Trump's uh, Trump Pride event, which uh, was fucking wild. Uh, she took the stage to Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling, which just automatically disqualifies it as any kind of official pride event. That's in the charter. Um, Then uh, Rudy Giuliani putting his hand down his pants uh, for the woman in the Borat movie. Um, While all of this was going on, I was on, I was in the production bubble for Reno 911, which is coming back for another season on Quibi. I rapped, I got on the van, I checked my phone, Quibi's shutting down. So yesterday, busy day. Saw AOC on Twitch and I said, I don't have the bandwidth for this. I don't have, I don't know, there's not room in my I understand. I felt, it felt, every story feels like a lesser known news story these days. Because the cycle is so quick. You're like, did you hear about the former mayor sticking his hand down his pants in front of a child? And I can say things like, no, I didn't. Because (laughs) that's how fast it's moving. All right. So we're settled. It's, uh, I guess, Chalamet versus AOC. Yeah, those are your, uh, those are your, your buzz in words. Keep them at the ready as we move forward. Let's get it started with a little game. We're calling Ryan Reynolds. October 23rd is the birthday of Canadian treasure Ryan Reynolds. You know him for films like Dick, for TV shows like Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place, and 15, if you have a long memory. But we also checked his IMDb, and it turns out he has been the star of a few other things as well. Sometimes multiple movies in a single year. The man is busy. However, with such a busy schedule, there's actually a lot of films he hasn't been in. So today, I'm going to give you a list of movies that Ryan Reynolds has not been in, and we'll have you guess the title. This is wordplay. This is punnery. Okay. Okay? For example, if we said, uh, this is a fourth wall breaking film about a superhero who accidentally spills crimson food coloring onto into an aquatic center, it would be... Deadpool. Mm? Redpool. Redpool. Thank you. Redpool. See? Punnery. Punnery. We like puns on this show. Redpool. Okay, let's do it for real. Redpool. That was. I that hope was I an... do better than that. I hope I'm not one in pun. You know. Oh. <laughs> also, pun and done. Look, they rhyme. They okay. rhyme. Listen, I said we like. I puns. just malprop. If it's any constellation to you, that's that's. I just malprop. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that counts. This is. We're getting warmed up. We're getting warmed up. All right. Number one, number one, movie number one. This interesting take on a popular video game series is about a cutesy private eye who likes to watch other people get undressed. Uh, uh, oh, 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 Detective Peek at oh, you. Peep, yes! Peep at you. Oh, Kyle by a hair. Got it. Detective oh. Peek at you. Pikachu, you. Oh, I said peep, peep at you, but peep you know, you. whatever. Okay. You, That's you, the you, British version. You did more work peep than at is you. required. Correct. All right, number two. Uh, A young CIA agent goes on the run with a rodent whose security he's just been put in charge of. The hitman's body rat. (laughs) What? Oh, well, I mean, listen, so far Uh, you've got the point. Ted. Uh. (laughs) 
can't even. Think I'm just of trying to show you that I know what that movie is. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what this movie is. Uh, Safe Mouse. Oh. Oh. Well, I don't remember it. I'm okay. Learning. I don't remember it. It's not yeah. the Hitman's Body anyway. Rat. You're sure? Okay. No, it's not the Hitman's Body Rat, but I am going to give you a point for it because I love it. Uh, number three. In this remake of a horror classic, Josh, you might get this, this remake of a horror classic. Um, the movie is about a family who moves into a house haunted by ghosts that tell long-winded stories about when they were kids, and then they show you a slideshow. I know the movie, but I don't know the movie. The pun. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I don't know the. Pun. I don't know the pun. The family the... vacation horror. The the calamityville. Not even close. The uh, the like story that goes on forever. Familyville the, horror. The, the Ramblyville the horror. And it's like ooh, you know, Rambly's good. The boring Amityville boring. Oh, God, the, so oh the Amityville bore Yes, that's good. Yes! I took I Kyle's. Said the Amityville I took, boring. That wasn't I it took, though. It's boring. You got to hit bore. Oh, yeah. bore. See, oh, you, I totally I stole from Kyle. Has it. You, you got to get the right for a pun. We should you completely can't get a slant pun. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, we we should share that. No, no, I'll AOC you at the poll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton running for uh, uh, House of Representatives in New York. AOC oh, you at the polls. AOC you at the polls. Number four. In the summer of 1987, a baby sheep gets a job at a local amusement park where Ryan Reynolds plays a cool older goat who like smokes and stuff. The Lamnityville Horror. That's exactly right. <laughs> It's not, it's, not, it's not exactly right. <laughs> Babe, Ryan in the city. No, Ryan, pig in the city. I would see it. Uh, Adventure Lamb. Adventure Lamb. Oh, that's a good Adventure one. Adventure Lamb. Lamb. That's good. That's very good. Oh, boy. Could could have also been Green Lamb's turn. Oh. Good. <laughs> Number five. This workplace comedy stars Ryan Reynolds and Justin Long as slacker co-workers at a shop that sells fishing supplies to tourists. It's a show. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a Ryan movie. Reynolds, Justin Long, selling fishing yeah. supplies. It's one it's of his earlier show. works. I know the movie, but I can't figure out the pun. Do you know the movie? Baiting. Baiting! Wow. Kyle Ayers oh my God. I have sticks no the idea. landing. My mom and has always worked in restaurants, so I remember her being excited for a, a restaurant movie. Oh, I think it was and restaurant did she enjoy it? Probably didn't go see it. Probably she was excited it. that it existed. It also feels very direct to video to me, but that could yeah. just be me. All right. The scores are as follows. AOC's got three. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, my goodness. We're closer than I duh. thought, Tim. Okay. okay. Oh, my, you know, my fishing buzzing is AO by the sea. AO by the sea. Puns. Bar okay. Barf. Let's get in to round uh, the second which is something we are calling theme song Ding Dong. As we move into winter and the nights get longer, it is the perfect time to curl up on the sofa, to binge TV shows, to sing along to their theme songs, knowing that while we do so, we are joining a chorus of people across time and space who have or will sing along to the same thing. So in this round, we're celebrating the theme song. I'm going to play you a series of songs from TV shows. You need to buzz in. Tell me the name of the show. Tell me the name of the band or the artist who made the recording. You get two points if you get them both right. If you get neither Oof. right, you uh, get nothing. If you get one right, we'll play oh my it God. by ear. Um, okay. If you, yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll take it in turn. Well, no, we won't. Uh, have your buzz in <laughs> words. Add the ready. Okay. Clip okay. number one. Here it goes. Yes, no. 
Oh, this is uh, AOC, Mouth yes. in the Middle, They Might Be Giants. Correct! Do I need this song as well? No, I think it's going to get too crazy. Artists in the TV show. Artists in the TV show. Artists in the, and you got them both. Boom. Two points to you. Off and running. Clip number two. Oh, friends. Obviously yeah. friends. Friends. Yeah, friends. But it's, uh, you know, not the cranberries. I don't know. It's friends. It's the friends song. <laughs> the umbrella. Friends by the umbrellas. AOC Steel. AOC Steel. AOC to Steel. The Rembrandts. It is the Rembrandts. Oh, oh. Points. I don't know. I, I don't know you. why. I just always remember it because I don't know. I don't know why that's in my head. Uh, who knows? Rembrandts. The Rembrandts. I won't get any of these bands. Oh my god! Stand well, in the place where you. The Chris Elliott. Anybody? No one will get a life. Yes, of course. Get a life, baby. R E M. Come on, nope, handsome boy. Modeling school. Get out of here. Uh, Parker is, Lewis can't lose. Yes. What was the theme song for Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Oh my God. I fucking, I wish. Can I say fuck? Uh, I wish I knew. You can't say you wish, but you can say fuck. <laughs> yeah, you can say fuck all day long. <laughs> we'll AOC about that, but I think that, I think it was probably something with like a bit, like a banjo. I don't know. Probably. Oh man. Yeah, there's probably a like one. a twang. I thought I heard somebody trying to get in the house way after midnight, but it was only Parker. Parker, were you out last night? Great Synchronized one. swatches, Josh Rubin. Yeah. As we move on to number three. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Travel down. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, oh, Golden Girls. That's, uh, oh, God. The Golden Girls theme song is sung by, uh, you know, like, um, uh, oh, I mean, I don't know, uh, Molly, you know, Molly uh, Parton. I have no idea who sings Molly, any of these songs. Molly but it's uh, thank you, the song's called Thank You for Being a Friend mm-hmm. from the soundtrack Golden Golden Girls. Yeah. And it's sung by her name is somewhere between Andrea and and uh, and Francis is her first okay. name. Or maybe the last name. That's probably Alphabetically, some maybe. Alphabetically it might be in between A and F. You have no idea how close you are. Kyle, can you no steal? Idea. No. Okay. <laughs> Oh, um, you know what, Josh Rubin, you have a beautiful head of hair. I'm giving you both points. That was Thank You for Being a Friend <sighs> by the Golden Girls, sung by Cindy Fee. Ooh, Cindy Fee. Cindy Fee. Both Never would have gotten it. Well, I got the that's F good, yeah. That's a good get right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, originally sung by Andrew Gold, and you did St. Andrews. So, you, listen, you were, you, were, you were all around it. You were, you were, you were circling it. Okay. Clip. So close. Four. I can't do this all on my own. No, I Superman. Oh, but AOC, AOC. Uh, yes, Kyle uh, Ayers. It is from, that is the theme song to Scrubs. Uh-huh. And oh. it is called Superman. And it is, oh, shoot. I'm your Superman. Uh, Steve, Steve, am I close? Am I in the right word world? Who sings this song? Spin Doctors. See, that's, that's literally the question that you're trying to answer. I know. Uh, can I Google? I can't no. remember. See, no. Um, Scrubs theme songs. Superman. Uh, Bane. Well, I'm your Superman. Bane? Why is it Bane? Ky- you know is what, that Kyle? The last name? I'm giving it to you because I'm in a, in a generous mood. It is Superman theme song to Scrub performed by Laszlo Bane. Laszlo Bane. Laszlo Bane. Oh, There's Bane. a Kansas City radio host named Laszlo, and for some reason I could I knew, I don't know why I was dancing around it. Mm-hmm. You should have just gone there. For God's sake, Kyle Ayers, you should have just gone there. I know, I know. Oh, I'm no Superman. You're no <laughs> Superman. That's one thing AOC for man. sure. 
number Ayo, five. Oh, cheers. This yes, is the cheers song. Uh, sometimes I want to go every where everybody knows your name by a name that's probably from Michael. Michael. And the last name is probably something like by Michael De- Dearus. Michael Dearus. Michael, Michael Dearus with a T. Michael yeah. Dearest. That's by Michael Dearest. Thank you for uh, the confidence being is a, incredible. Faith yeah, thank you for Michael being Dearest. a patron Truly. by Michael Dearest. Sometimes oh, I want to go wow. where everybody knows your name. You're close. You're close. You're not actually, but Kyle, do you know the name of the person who sang the Cheers theme song? I don't. Michael Dearest. I don't want to admit to everyone that I've never seen Cheers. Really? Yeah. Wow. It seems like My a guess daunting would be undertake now. Timothy Charlemont would probably be my nope. other guess. The guy's name was Gary Portnoy. Uh, Kyle Ayers, oh, I'm just curious, Portnoy. what do you imagine Cheers to be? Just a well-structured, very few location sitcom <laughs> where people sort yeah. of hang out at the, a bar. Yeah. I think it might be so in the zeitgeist that it would be hard to jump into now. And I know, you know, there's some famous people in it, but I'm sure it's very yeah. funny. I've seen one episode of Frasier. It was hilarious. Uh, that's, sure. you know, I'll get to him some point. Yeah, that's no, good. It's a good time. This is, and this is a great time to talk about Never Seen It, where you bring people on to write scripts of things that they have never right. seen. So you were, yeah, yeah. Um, people write scripts of movies I, they've never seen before. I have been threatening to uh, write a script for a movie that I have not, we've been talking about it for a very long time. I just have never sat down to actually write the script. Mm-hmm. Someday it's going to happen. Well, the, the good thing is the longer you wait, the more movies that have come out that you haven't seen. Yeah, exactly. Mine Correct. will be uh, The Big Lebowski because I've never seen it. Uh, number six. Loving what he loves you And then taking that vow Nice work if you can get it And if you get it Won't you tell me how I'm going to take a guess. Yep. Victoria's Closet. Not a show. Is that the show? No. Vic- Veronica's with, with Closet. With Kirstie Alley? Veronica. <laughs> Veronica's Closet. <laughs> With Is Kirstie it the Alley, of with Veronica's Closet? Veronica's Closet, Kirstie Alley, Trump voter. Kirstie Trump Alley. voter. Uh, is not correct. All right, I want to give it AOC, oh, I want to give it a guess. It's not Victoria's Closet. I'm going to say it. just from one episode of the newest iteration of Twin Peaks. No, but it is equally unsettling. <laughs> just caught that vibe uh, for me. That was uh, nice work if you can get it, uh, an old standard, which served... As the theme song for Sybil, sung by its star, Sybil Shepherd, graduate of the Sandra wow. Bernhard School of, yeah, I guess you can sing, but should you? I don't. Anyway. It's an online uh, school. The Roseanne School of, we could. Yeah. Number seven. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 million years ago, expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool the autotrophs. Well, the... Oh, oh, Chalamet, I, oh, I, I, Chal- Big yep, Bang Josh. Theory is the show. The Big Bang yep. Theory is the show, is just yep. my guess. And my guess is that it's sung by the cast members. Jim Parsons is one of the singers. Okay, you're just showing off now. No. Incorrect. I think I know who this is. No idea. Yeah, we'll AOC get it. Steal it. In for the other half. This is the Bare Naked Ladies. I can tell by their sound. Yes. But I didn't. I literally didn't know what... Uh, uh, I, I was on. I did stand up on a cruise headlined by the Bare Naked Ladies, and they played this set. It and that's the only reason I remember. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Was that? Well, it's fun. The fun part about going on a cruise headlined by the Bare Naked Ladies is watching a bunch of fifty-year-olds pretend to know the words to one week seven huh. different nights. 
<laughs> you get them. You get them at It's Been. They dip out. You get them at Chickadee China. They dip out. Uh, <laughs> you get them at When You're Mad, <laughs> and then they lose yeah. hey the now. rest of the song. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Love it just, so I, much. I oh, I wonder what of my co- which names of my cousins I've forgotten, but this song yeah. is still in my head from hearing it over on a cruise. Oh. It's like an, a bit that they would play because it's the theme song never. for the television. Show. Once heard, never purged. Um, yeah, that was the theme song for uh, Big Bang Theory, sung by Bare Naked Ladies. I've never seen the Big Bang Theory. Every time I see a promo on CBS, Same. I want to throw my television out into the street uh, and climb a tree and live there. Uh, finally, number eight. Here we come, walk down the street, we get funniest looks from everyone we meet. Uh, AOC, I don't, did the oh. monkeys have a TV show called The Monkeys? Yes. This yes, is the monkeys singing the theme to yes. the monkeys? Yes, it's, it's the monkeys singing the theme <laughs> to the monkeys. That's what I... Sometimes that's life really is very good. simple, Kyle. So that's kind of. I just took a gut reaction and figured that if the Beatles had tried something, the Monkees had tried the same thing, but in a slightly smaller version. That's exactly right. Did you not know that the Monkees had a TV show? That's like no. the whole point of the the Monkees. No, yeah. I just no, I didn't. Wow, hmm. it's all branding. Really good, by the way. Go really? back and watch the Monkees. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, at the end of that round, the scores are as Christian Duenas on its whiteboard. Oh, I was absolutely plowed, plowed through. AOC has 13 points. Timothy Chalamet has only four, but he does. It's my internet. Have tousled good looks, and he is strolling the streets of Woodstock, New York. Catch him if you can. If you get him, he has to give you his gold. Uh, Thank you for being here, everybody. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this break. The Beef and Dairy Network is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast here on Maximum Fun, and I would recommend you listen to it. But don't just take it from me. What do the listeners have to say? I would rather stick a corkscrew inside my ear, twist it around, and pull out my ear canal like a cork than listen to your stupid podcast ever again. Please stop contacting me. Hell would freeze over before I recommended this podcast, The Beef and Dairy Network, to anyone not in a million years actually scratch that um make it a billion years no how long's infinity that's the beef and dairy network podcast available at maximumfun.org and at all good and some bad podcast platforms disgusting hello and welcome back to troubled waters i am your host dave holmes with us josh rubin kyle ayers our next round is called the hitchhiker's guide to the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy this is episode 42 of Troubled Waters. If you know uh, the, the sci-fi series, uh, then you know that the uh, number 42 is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. Uh, for those who are not familiar, it's much funnier than it sounds. Kyle Ayers has the book in his hand. Uh, Kyle, what are you thinking of it, uh, of it so far? I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm having it's a good time so going fun. back and reading all the books I lied about having read in college. Oh. This is, I mean, this is the dream scenario for that, right? Mm-hmm. A, a midlife lockdown? Yeah. Catch up on all your shit. Animal Farm is next. Finally got around to Benicula and where the red fern grows, so I'm feeling pretty educated. Oh, I love this. Jo- Teachers were right it. about a lot of these yeah. books in college. They were like, you know, you should yeah. read these. They're big metaphors for how you'll feel. And I was like, so is the internet. But no, they were yeah. right. Yep, absolutely. 
Absolutely. So for this round, we're going to celebrate Douglas Adams' seminal work with a game of trivia that is mostly not about the book, but about the pop culture that has been connected to it in some way. That is hitchhiked aboard it, you might say. Uh, Okay, so get your buzz in words at the ready. Question number one. Zoe Deschanel appears in the 2005 film adaptation. How many O's are in her name? Uh, AOC, two. Oh, Chalamet, Uh, two. 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 Oh, Kyle got you by, by by a nose. My internet is unstable. Oh, okay, Josh, I'm moving it closer you've to the window. Got to plug into that router. You're gonna lose this game, my friend. God darn. Ah. Okay. Okay. Question number two. <clears throat> the books are popular, but the series actually began as a radio show for the BBC. Who invented the radio? Oh, 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 uh, oh, nope, wrong. Think back to your uh, starship. Uh, no, we built this city. Well, what? Uh, I was going to say Farnsworth. I got to get a point, but that's a television. I'm so, yeah, the Farnsworth invention is the TV and not the radio. I'm so sorry. That is true. I'm not sure I'm going to even know their name when you say it. Well, Marconi, Guglielmo Marconi. I would have just accepted the last name because I don't know how to say the first name. Question number three. All right. One of the main characters in the story is named Ford Prefect. Meanwhile, voice actor Travis Willingham plays the perfect warlock named Ford on what super popular online D&D series? Okay, I watched some of these because I started trying to ride a Dungeons & Dragons thing. Um, Did you? I want to be a dungeon master of a, a Dungeons & Dragons campaign that takes place in the year 2050 in the actual United States. And so there's just like yeah. a, lot, a lot of like fallout references of yeah. things that I would jokingly predict will happen in the next 30 years. Um, and so I've been watching these Dungeons & Dragons things. On, this one's, it's po- okay. Criti- oh, God. Critical Role? Critical Role is correct. First, I'm hearing of it. What? Yes, critical role is correct. <laughs> uh, okay, number four. I have to keep pulling the few books next to me. <laughs> but I have the Dungeons fuck? Master oh my Guide. Goodness. I've actually been Kyle. This is like my slumdog millionaire happening right now. They're like, how does he know these answers? I'm like, it's oh my God. sitting next to me. All right, Chaiwala. Number four. Prior to the Hitchhiker's Guide, Douglas Adams worked as a script editor and writer on the long-running sci-fi series Doctor Who. Can you name any of the actors who have played the Doctor? Yes, Chalamet. Yes. Uh, David, uh, David Tennant. David Tennant is correct, and I do know that. Me too. That's the only one I know. uh, Doctor Who superfan Riley Silverman, who writes this show, said in the answer part, I could give you a list, Dave, but I feel like this is a per- this is perfect for one of your I could not care less, that sounds right enough type of responses. <laughs> Burned by Riley Silverman. Okay, um, she's right. Uh, number five, uh, Lonely Voiced Radiohead named a song on their breakthrough album, OK Computer, after one of the characters from Adam's opus. The character was Marvin, a robot. What was the name of the song? I'm gonna take a guess. Um, the name oh, of the yep. song was... Buzz in. Uh, I didn't use my buzzword. I don't know if this can. I. I'm, you can, my my guess is robot. N- well, no. A- but, AOC. AOC. Is it paranoid android? That is correct. Hey, pew pew oh, pew. Duh. Oh my god. Okay. My fiance would kill me. Oh wow. I thought you said don't, Beyonce would don't. kill me. I was like, okay. I thought that Beyonce too, and I was me. like, I wonder why. Beyonce would be so uh, okay. mad if I didn't know that Radiohead thing. Oh god, Beyonce's fucking gonna come over here and kick my ass. David Tennant. Uh, David Tennant. Number six, Elon Musk is a big fan of the series. He says Douglas Adams is his favorite philosopher, which is appropriate because Adams wasn't a philosopher and uh, Musk is kind of a stupid asshole. Uh, What real life (laughs) inventor inspired the name of the car that Musk launched into space just because why 
not put a car. In oh, Chalamet, Chalamet. Yes, yes. Nikola Tesla. Correct! With an accent and everything. Nikola Tesla, the Italian. Yeah, two points for that. Uh, number seven. Shortly after Adam's death, two asteroids were named after him. One, 25924 Douglas Adams. The other, 18610 Arthur Dent. Uh, after the, the core, uh, the, the, the book's protagonist, Arthur Dent. Can you name the two 1998 disaster films about asteroids and comets? AOC. AOC. Oh, yeah. Chalamet, Ooh, Chalamet. AOC. Armageddon and oh. Deep Impact. That is correct. Okay, finally, Sam Rockwell starred as Zaphod Beeblebrox in the aforementioned film adaptation from 2005. The question is, do you like Sam Rockwell? A- AOC. Yes, 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 yes. AOC. Y- you know what, uh, Kyle? I'll, I'll defer to Josh. I think we all will. The only correct answer is, of course, yes. Points to Josh Rubin for that one. At the end of that round, the scores are... Oh my God! AOC's got seventeen. Are Timothy you Chalamet has me eight. Out of my mind. We are absolutely. We would never kid you about something as serious as this. But it's still anybody's game. The next round is for literally ten thousand points, and it's coming after this. Hey, you've reached Doctor Game Show. Leave your message after the beep. Hi, this is Sarah, and I'd like to tell you about Dr. Game Show. Dr. Game Show is a band of geniuses or nerds or brilliant artists or kids or some combination of all of those who get together to make a show like no other that's family-friendly. It's an interactive call-in game show podcast. When I found Dr. Game Show, I found joy. I told my friends and family that if they weren't listening, they were wasting joy. I sent them the episodes that made me laugh until I cried, played it for them in the car. They laughed, too, laughed their butts off, but they still don't listen on their own, so they're wasting joy. And I keep looking for someone to understand me. Maybe it's you. Give Dr. Game Show a listen and find joy. Listen to Dr. Game Show on Maximum Fun. New episodes every other Wednesday. Uh, Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. Josh Rubin is here. Kyle Ayers is here. And now it is time for a game. We're calling Put On Your Good Pants. Now, before we begin... We're going to give you each uh, a chance to earn five bonus points. We have a very special, we had a very special pre-recorded guest for this final game. We're going to play a clip of him speaking to see if you can guess who he is before we introduce him right and proper. Let's hear it. Oh, hell yeah. Now. How uh, how are you in this moment in history? Uh, how am I? I'm all right. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy about this movie and I'm happy about... Uh, mm-hmm the attention that From the Vine is getting and that it's making people feel happy. We're living in the dystopian reality, so it yeah. takes us someplace. Chalamet. Oh, yeah. No. No. Joe Pantoliano. Yes, it is him, ding, isn't it? Ding, ding, ding. Five it points to you. It is? Joe Pantoliano, yeah. Is it the movie about the winery? Yeah. Oh, my God. I oh, can't yeah. believe I know that. Josh. Hey, the Matrix, Mouse. Josh, wow. I fucking zoomed with... Joe Pantoliano, he was so nice. He's up in Connecticut. That's incredible. Was he wearing a Kangle? Of course, wouldn't be without it, even in his own home. How was yeah, the first was... one that we both knew, the five-point difficult question? Mm-hmm, well. Uh, frankly, that's a I testament to I, Joe and his I, voice. Timoth- I shall and may need it to win. I don't know if that's, well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens here. We'll see what happens here. We'll see about Okey that. Okie dokie. Okay, so that, of course, is Joe Pantoliano. Uh, he has appeared in over 150 films and TV shows and plays. So, Last week, 
I got to sit down with him. He is promoting his new film, as Josh indicates, from the Vine. The film is not, to my surprise, associated with the uh, the Vine social network and all of its stars who lived in a building on Vine. Uh, Aaron Sorkin is going to take that on in about 20 years. This film is actually about a man who returns to his home country of Italy. He rediscovers his family's ancestral vineyard. When you've been in as many films and TV shows as Joe, we figured it might be hard to remember them all. So we put him to the test. We came up with tasting notes describing several different things that he has been in. I read them to Joe. In this round, you will hear those notes. And we want you. We don't necessarily need for you to tell us what the thing is. We just want you to know, did he get the right answer? It's kind of Hollywood Squares style. Okay. You just have to see if he got it right. Okay? You get a point if you guess correctly. If he does not get the right answer, you get a chance at a bonus point if you can guess the role that we're describing. Well, it'll make sense once we dive in. Let's I love listen. it. Two clip. Okay. Number one. Paired with a red, this tastes very synthetic. But if you order it blue, you won't notice. So Kyle Ayers, number one is for you. Did he get it correct? Yes, he gets this 100%. Okay. Do you agree, Josh? I mean, yes, I do. points here for you, but do you think so? The Matrix ended. Okay. Let's Matrix ended. Let's find out. Matrix. The Matrix! That is absolutely right. You like know your own work. I like this game. Okay, good. Good. But I well win. done, writers. Did I win anything yet? Uh, unfortunately, you don't win anything. People must ask you about that movie every single day, right? Well, no, because I haven't left my house in six months. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> in a world that was normal, that must have been a thing that happened on the daily. Yes? Yes. <laughs> sure, of course, of course. <laughs> I'm, can I have a ringtone of him just going, Matrix? I was going to say that very yeah, thing. we'll send it to you. Matrix. You will send that to you. You'll. I love that. that. Points to you. Uh, second clip is for you, Josh. Here is the question. The nose on this one is wet. Uh, it's got legs, four of them to be exact, and it has an animated finish. It's great for the kids. It's a good kid wine. Josh, do you think Joe Pantoliano was able to recall this one? Correctly? I I'm gonna say I I I don't know what the name of the movie is, but I'll I'll bet I'll bet my previously won five points that he was in an animated dog movie. Do I think he remembers the name of the movie? No, I don't. I don't think he remembers the name of the movie. Well, no. So my answer is no. He does not remember the name of the movie with the, okay. with the dog. Let's find for for five. I bet in a lot. Points. I think he's gonna say, "Uh, no, Zootopia. I wasn't in that." And then you're gonna say, "Nope, it was." <laughs> yeah. Well, only one way to find out. Are you talking about my dogs or uh, is it racing stripes? Maybe you're right on a technicality, <laughs> but what we were going for was. So no, he didn't get it. So five points to you. However, can either of you get it? And, movie, and not a movie, right? actually. I will say it was not a movie. It is a series. Was he in Beethoven? Kyle Ayers, he was. You get a point for that. He was? He, he was yeah, he was in Beethoven. Wow, the I was going to say, I was going to say Bolt. Oh, it was a show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You were Sparky in Beethoven, the animated series. That's all I ever play is dogs and, and penguins. <laughs> what was I? I was in, what was that? Racing Stripes. I was, a, I was a bird that had a big, what do you call That brings the babies. What do they call that bird? Stork? Yeah. No, I was a pelican. It looks like oh. a stork. Okay. I think I was. All right. Yeah. Oh, that was a hard one. 
That's a hard one. That was one. deep. That, that guy, we went no, deep on that one. He's been in a lot of, lot of uh, uh, animal movies. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Okay, back to you, Kyle. Wow. Here's the next one. Now that I'm finished describing it, which role was I talking about? This deconstructive dish is forgettable, but let me start by saying it really comes together with the final bite. Kyle, do you I, think he got I, it right? I do think he got it right, and I know what this one is. Okay, let's find out. I started by saying, oh, now that I've finished describing... Yes! Yes! You did it! Very good. Big okay, night. Josh, back to you for this one. Yeah. Mm, let's hear it. This smorgasbord has lots of different flavors, kind of a meal of appetizers, but it's heavy on the cheese. It tastes Kentucky fried, but it's not quite. Now this is, we're going back on this one. All right, this is a tough one, Josh. Do you think you got it right? Uh, I, uh, I, I do think he got it right, but I okay. don't know the name of this movie. But I do think he got it. You gave a pretty strong clue in there. Okay. Well, let's find out. Are you saying I was in a cheesy movie? Well, a little, maybe. Jeez. Some may say. Was it Pluto Nash? No. Oh, God, you made me say it. That's the word, <laughs> that's the word you're not supposed to say. Don't you dare not be proud of Pluto Nash. That's like, that's like you know, the Scottish play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, no, no, it is not Pluto Nash, but I am so glad you brought it up. No, he gets Pluto Nash. I forgot he was in that. Um, I, I think I can't be glad that you did. Yeah, I think everyone would like to put that. Pluto Nash. Oh, wait, is there still more? Oh no, I just said Pluto Nash in his voice. Oh, oh, oh Jesus Christ! You were so good. That was such a good impression. You're I so good, Pluto Josh. Nash. <laughs> You're so good at that. Holy shit! <laughs> Give me a half a point. Okay. Okay. What was it? I'm dying. Okay. Well, I'll, uh, let's see if either of you can get it because there are some clues. Um, you could say. This film is out of this world. Um, you, it is from 1987. Uh, there's a film within a film that features David Alan Greer, Arsenio Hall, Michelle Pfeiffer, our friend Joey Pantoliano, Ed Begley Jr. Okay, it's not Chalamet. It's not Kentucky Fried Movie. No, but see, it's kind of similar. Maybe. Out of this world. I don't know. Okay. Well, nobody knows. Airplane the movie too. was called Amazon Women from the Moon or On the Moon or I don't it, we're, we're unclear on the Never details. Never would have gotten it. So, Damn. yeah, Joe plays a uh, a a presenter of a commercial recommending stapling carpet to a bald head as a hair loss prevention measure. It's, you know, it happened. Our feature presentation is the 1954 science fiction classic Amazon Women on the Moon, starring Laird Granger and Greta Van Zandt. This used to be me, all before my years, ignored by women, passed over for promotions. But now, all that has changed. Hi, I'm Cy Swerdlow, and I invented the patented process known as hair looming. If you suffer from premature hair loss, let our team of technicians visit you in the privacy of your home so there will be no embarrassment. You choose from our selection of over 200 colors and styles. Then your head will be carpeted with 100% pure acrylic fiber, completely natural looking. 
What the hell are you talking about? What cheese? Yeah. Well, it was, it was a little. It was a little cheese. I wore a rug. <laughs> I was in a segment where I wore a plush carpet on my head. <laughs> that was it. And that was I enough. Okay. Uh, one more for Kyle. Let's listen. Uh, this cereal wine has strong Italian flavors. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. He gets this 100%. You think he gets it? Okay. Yes. Let's see if you're right. Oh, the Sopranos. The Sopranos. I put on, I put on 25 pounds working on that show because we Is ate all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Catering must have been out of control. Catering, but but also the best, you know, the Italian restaurants, that we should, you know, New Jersey. Oh, God, yeah. You know, the prop uh, guy and gal would, would just bring in the best food. You know, or, or all the diner scenes you would, you know, the the New Jersey diners that we would shoot in and steak and eggs. And that was all real, that stuff. Oh, man. He got it right. He knows his shit. Okay, final one for you, Josh. Let's okay. The thing you notice about this Miami cuisine is that the taste is a familiar one. Although this time around, it's been slow cooked. It's got big, bold flavors. You could say explosive and a satisfying aftertaste of bay leaves. Oh, he totally gets this. Michael Bay Leaves, bad boys, he gets this. Come on, this was a big payday. You think he gets this one right? Bay, bad boys. Okay. Bay Leaves? Yeah, Bay Leaves. Oh, Bay Leaves. Oh, bad boys for life. <laughs> That's right. Yes. That was excellent. Who writes this shit? Thank you. Who writes this shit? I have yeah. a vineyard. Yeah. Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. That's who, Joey Pantoliano. Um, yeah, he got it right. Point to you. Holy cow. Let's recap those scores. By the way, who got the most right out of uh, that final round there, Christian? Do you know? I think that was 50-50. That was 50-50? Had to be 50-50. Yeah, that was 50-50. My residuals buy me a vineyard. <laughs> so My residuals bought me Kangle. Yeah, 5,000 extra points for that one because it was 50-50. No, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. I can do that in my head, Christian. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey! Oh, my God. It wow. was a barn burner. But ultimately, AOC wins with 5,021 points while Timothy Chalamet has 5,019. It was an excellent, excellent, excellent battle. We were very close at the end there. Thank you so much to uh, Joey Panoliano for playing that game. Make sure to see his new no movie problem. on the Vine on VOD. Folks, now that we have plugged Joe's thing, let's plug our own. Josh Rubin, what you got going on? And then to offset, the to, to write the karmic balance in the world, something someone else did that you think is excellent. Oh, that's such a great question. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Uh, well, you can check out my first feature film. Uh, it is called uh, Scare Me, and it's available on Shudder right now. Love it. Congratulations. And something that someone else did. Now, this can be, this doesn't have to be necessarily something that you've heard of, or this can be, this is something that, it's you know, we can watch something, right now. We, yeah, it's better if okay. it's something the world hasn't heard of. Okay. Um, Lend your there is, there is a dance duo, mm -hmm. a duo of African brothers and I think their name is the Ebudim Brothers. They're yeah. a dance duo from Lagos, from Africa. And they're on Instagram. Yeah. And they're 
bonkers talented. They're so, so talented and so good. They are an African uh, uh, African dancing duo and they're brothers. And I think they're called uh, e- Ebudim, the Ebudim brothers. And you can find them on Instagram. We need joy and dance in this world. So thank yes. you for that. Kyle Ayers, our winner today. What you got? Here's what I'd like that someone else just, just did. Here's something I like. Open Mike Eagle is a rapper. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I don't know if you are a fan of his. It looks like Christian is. Uh, Open Mike Eagle had an album come out the same day mine did. Uh, yeah. So you might, uh, but his is called Anime Trauma and Divorce. And it is incredibly blunt and emotional. And it's a good hip hop thing. And you can check it out. I think uh, it is very accessible, even if you're not a huge hip hop head. But if you are, you already know who he is. But check it out. Open Mike Eagle has an album called Anime Trauma and Divorce, which I've really enjoyed awesome. listening to. Awesome. And Kyle Ayers, so like you to put someone else's needs ahead of your own. What do you have going on right now? Oh, yeah. I also had an album just come out. It's a stand-up album called so Happiness. Funny. You it's can so buy funny. Happiness wherever you want. You can also stream Happiness. And uh, if you... It, it, I'm really... It's weird and rare to be proud of something in, that I've done, but I really like it. It was recorded pre-pandemic. There's an audience, but it is outside. You can stream it everywhere you stream albums. I've got a vinyl of it as well that comes with a 12-page lyrics insert, so you that's, can hear every word I say on the entire album, uh, transcribed whoa. by one upset intern at a label. And um, <laughs> just kyleairs.com, you can find links to get it everywhere. Oh, boy. I love it. It truly is really, really funny. And by the way, those brothers, I I, uh, I mispronounced their name, by the way. It's it's uh, Ebinum, E-B-I-N-U-M. Ebinum brothers. Ebinum yeah, brothers. Ebinum brothers. They're awesome. Excellent. Yes. And I'm checking out that album simply because that intern uh, put their blood, sweat, and tears into it after you made it with your blood, sweat, and tears. I'm very excited. <laughs> How had nobody thought of that before? That is such a simple, genius idea. Yeah. I, it, it, I'm excited for it to come together and see oh, it. it's really the so artwork funny. is beautiful and, and it is a nice collaborative effort mm, so good uh i am dave holmes my book party of one is in well there's no such thing as a bookstore anymore but you can get it you can go to bookshop.org um i would like to plug uh an album uh from a dance artist named bright light bright light uh, a guy named rod thomas who records on the name bright light bright light he is welsh um he makes incredible disco music uh, his new album fun city is uh, unbelievably beautiful and like super, super queer. He is a, he is an out uh, queer artist. All of the collaborators on the album are as well. Andy Bell of Erasure, Jake Shears from Scissor Sisters, Sam Sparrow, uh, a great new Canadian band called Cave Boy. Um, it's just, it's beautiful and heartbreaking and it makes you want to dance and cry and it's fucking everything. So get it. Uh, all right, Josh Rubin, Kyle Ayers, thank you guys so much for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Troubled Waters. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes. We're playing, we're Josh Rubin. Yeah! Yeah, you are. You are. Kyle Ayers. AOC, you later. Yeah! Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. They're screaming somewhere far away. You can't hear them. Uh, the script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. And we all love you. Go vote, goddammit! Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.